1: Welcome to Rex Sykes' Movie Beat, conversations with filmmakers where we discuss everything film and TV. Here on Movie Beat, you'll learn what to do and what not to do when it comes to making movies and television. On Movie Beat, we'll talk to everyone behind the scenes and in front of the camera. I'll provide you with guests and information you'll want to have, whether you're a filmmaker, or a fan. And so now we're going to move behind the scenes here at Movie Beat. Uh but before I bring on my guests, I just want to say thanks to all the listeners. I want to thank you all for having tuned in and for the emails and calls and support that I've received here on Movie Beat as well as the Movie Beat website at at uh, rexsikes.com that's r e x s i k e s.com. I want to remind people that that the point of this people ask me why did I start doing Movie Beat and it was to connect people with filmmakers uh, from around the country, and to be able to promote their efforts and uh, and to educate us. So uh, I'm happy to have been able to do that. We've got some really great interviews from the past on. We've got Susan Moses talking about producing. We've got uh, Danny Wilson talking about his upcoming movie, Nephilim. We have uh, screenwriter Darren Foster. We've got actor Ari Gross. Ari Gross. We've got uh, uh, acting coach mentor Bob Frazier. Tune in. Listen to them. They're all archived right there on... On the movie beat page on Blog Talk Radio. So uh, today I'm going to be bringing on my guests uh, Phil Koch and Sean Monahan. They are the hosts, the directors of Firestarter Films. Uh, let's see. Phil graduated from UWM in 1986 with a BA in film, and he's been a photographer and videographer for 25 years. Uh, his first films were those. Uh, I'll, I'll actually I'll let Phil tell you about his first films on uh, 8 millimeter film strips that lasted two minutes at a time. And uh, Sean Monaghan began making films at the age of 13 with a camcorder that he bought with his newspaper route money. Uh, But he filmed his entire military tour in Afghanistan back in 2006. Uh, They both met when, um, again, I'm going to bring them on and just ask them about this because this is fascinating. They met doing a web series called I'm a Snowman. Hi, Sean. Hi, Phil. Are you there right now, guys? Hey, Phil.
0: Hey, Rex, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, let's before we get into um Firestarter films the festival, uh, just tell 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 the listeners now a little bit about how you met, how uh, I Am a Legend came about or I'm sorry, I Am Snowman came about as a parody for I Am a Legend.
2: Well, Rex, uh, this is Sean. I um I just wanted to make a 2-minute parody on YouTube of uh Will Smith's movie I Am a Legend and so It was uh, March of 2008. There was this giant snowstorm going on. I walked down to the Menominee River just to kind of joke around and say that I was the last human being uh, left in uh, the world. And uh, if anybody else was out there, come and find me. And I posted it on YouTube expecting really nothing to happen. And uh, next thing I knew, my sister tells me, you need to get on YouTube. Somebody's made a response video Your video, uh, and he went into the Menominee River, found you, and killed you, and so that started uh, 30 videos going back and forth, uh, competing with each other on YouTube.
0: Yeah, the the amazing this film. The amazing thing about that was it was just something totally random. I was very familiar with his uh, Afghanistan diaries, and uh, when I saw this just this one-minute little video, and I never knew where he lived. so I, I saw this one-minute bit, and I grabbed one of my kids. I said, "Look at this! He lives around us. Let's go out. Let's go out and make a like a two-three-minute video and just have some fun." And uh, yeah, it, it, so I killed him, and then at the end of it, I died by getting hit by lightning. And that was supposed to be it, and and then he came back to life, and all of a sudden it was back and forth. It was a competition. Uh, about just making short films, and it was it was fun, and we had a blast. My kids loved it. It's like they, every time I picked them up from school, it's like, are we going to do another I Am Snowman episode? Uh, yeah, and then finally we hooked up, and we pulled out the big cameras, and we got a pretty much an hour long feature film that kids love, and, and have had to give out many copies because they watch it over and over again.
2: Yeah, and since then we've done the uh, forty dollar film project here in Milwaukee. We've worked on a number of other. Uh, film projects together and which ultimately led into us uh creating Firestarter films.
1: Oh, all within one year. I've to, yeah. I it's been a year and now I've had the pleasure of knowing you guys in, in that time. I've I've gotten to know both you guys and uh and you're prolific in terms of the amount of videotape and film that you shoot. Phil you're shooting all the time. Sean is shooting all the time. I I, I see you, you know, weekly or monthly at different events and uh, and you shoot those as well, and uh, things are ending up on the website and on YouTube and all over the place. So uh, it is it is an amazing amount of, of work that you do um, with the videos and with the movies that you're making. And uh, I, I even uh, was on a movie set not that long ago, and, and they had a plastic snowman, and I shot the snowman picture for you guys. <laughs> and I
0: just, yeah, to, I to remember both seeing you. that.
1: So, uh, but I do want to ask you about Firestarter Films because that's, that's why we're here today this, this to me is an exciting event tell tell the listeners what is Firestarter Films
2: uh, Firestarter Films it's an uh, interactive event for filmmakers here in the Milwaukee area uh, to show their work to movie goers and other filmmakers who are able to engage them uh, right after seeing the film uh, it's at a location where it's a bar lounge and a and a theater all in one, and so we take uh, regular breaks, we'll show 30 minutes of film, and then we'll go out in the lounge for 20 minutes, and people are actually able to talk to the filmmakers, you know, why did you make this, or what were you thinking when you were doing this, and uh, we didn't see anything like this in the Milwaukee area, and so we just decided to throw it together ourselves, and just see what would happen, and uh, now we're actually on our third event, and with over 20 filmmakers coming
1: to it and, and showing their films. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm a big fan of Fire films. I wasn't able to attend the first one, but I did the second one, and it was an exceptional event. It was fun. Uh, people were friendly. There were good good uh, movies. You had breaks at the appropriate time. You got to mingle and meet and talk and discuss and network. I mean, all in one And There truly, truly has not been uh, a film festival like that in my estimation, anywhere in this area. So uh I applaud you both for putting this together and, and giving uh filmmakers and fans the opportunity to uh, intermingle in this way. Um, now you rent a particular theater. Right. And yeah, it's called, you went to uh,
2: Alchemist Yeah. Go ahead. It's called uh, Alchemist Theater. It's located in Bayview. Uh Phil and myself we were coming up with ideas to host an event like this because we had gone to events in the past where we showed our films at private gatherings and whatnot, and we kind of wanted a public venue, but we also had other filmmaker friends that we wanted to help get exposure as well. Uh, we went to the Milwaukee Short Film Fest at Alchemist Theater and got an idea of how they run their event and, and what it all takes place, And um, but we didn't really want ours to be a, a competition, um, or anything like uh, a normal film festival's run. Ours is just helping filmmakers get exposure. Uh, people that wouldn't be able to rent the Oriental Theater or a, a major theater, uh, just a place for people to be able to go and and see films for relatively uh, inexpensive. We only charge five dollars, and that's just to cover our our uh, costs of uh, running the event and flyers. So, uh, well, I think you go ahead. Yeah, it's just been a really great event. Uh, since we've been able to find a location like Alchemist Theater uh, in Bayview.
1: Well, I, I think I think it's an important point that you make that you're not trying to compete with other festivals. There are other festivals that have been here for a while, and, and festivals in the area. Your event, as what I tried to say moments ago, is is unlike these other events, and that's what makes it unique, and and that makes it fun. Um, but you added in events. I mean, it's it's not like you're trying to take away from something that's existing. You're just enhancing the area and giving, as you said, filmmakers more of an opportunity to showcase their films.
0: You well, also exactly. just it's, it's, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Uh, <clears throat> it. It's it's hard for just sometimes the regular people that make films to go out and actually have an audience and have people sit, and sitting in an actual theater with theater seating and you have a screen up. Um, it's exciting for for young filmmakers too to say, wow! People instead of just having their friends or family watching their films, where else, except for like maybe renting the Oriental, and we might have to do that someday, but where else can you have a, an audience of 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 your peers that are there to help you out? Uh, the fascinating thing I find about this is the more that we talk to people, it's it's almost an umbrella of of creative people. Just just the, um, two days ago. Someone I've known for 20 years, I didn't realize he was in the web hosting and creating websites. And and now Firestarter Films is going to have created for us a multi-tiered website where you become a member for free. And, and again, expand out so it's, it's networking and meeting musicians and uh, and authors, writers and authors. And, uh, and when I talk to people about this, they get excited. Uh, because it's just normal people like you and I, and and, and creating this, uh, a scene here in Milwaukee.
2: Yeah. One thing. Uh, this is only our third event, and we really didn't think about a website or anything. Uh, way back when we had our first event, uh, November twenty-first, two thousand eight. It was just
0: that wasn't a, that long ago, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't
2: long ago at all. And we just thought, let's let's see what happens. And now all of a sudden, everybody's asking us, "Well, where's your website? And what's all this other contact info?" And we. We didn't really think it that far through. We just thought uh, we'll just have an event for people to get together and, and show some films. And but now it's it seems that we need to uh, go a lot further in the event itself.
1: Well, it's catching on, and and I, I think one of the important things that that you do is is you have you've created a venue for people to hang out with the next great filmmaker or potentially the next great filmmaker. You know, they can come, they can see their friends, or they meet strangers. Uh, but but they get to interact and uh, you said something and I, for our listeners who who may not know the Oriental is is a large theater uh, I, I believe it has three screens but it's it's a large like 1930s uh, historic building theater that is that can be costly to rent and and some people uh, they they do hold premieres there in, in Milwaukee and they uh, people can. Rent the theater at uh, at considerable expense to themselves to to uh, you know have a premiere night of a of a film or a production that they've done. And you wanted to pave the way so that if people couldn't afford to do that, they still had the opportunity to get their films
0: seen. Oh, exactly, and in this day and age, especially with the recession going on, and it's it's budgets are tight across the board for for all of us. Uh, where where else can you go to a venue and pay five dollars for five hours of of uh, entertainment, talking with people, and we, you know, they say we have snacks there, you don't have to leave to get food, um, and it, it's just an enjoyable atmosphere, and that's what I really like about it. I, I like the, it's, it's like walking into your living room almost in the lounge area, and then you go into a theater, and you, with, from when we started to now, they've updated a lot of things at the theater, just so these films will look even better, which is just awesome.
2: Yeah, the, uh, the owners of uh, Alchemist Theater, Aaron Kopeck, Erica Case, Kirk Thompson, uh, they're really focused on offering Milwaukee quality plays, improv sketches, uh, film events, and they don't take any cut of the ticket sales. They just ask for the tickets to remain under $15. The money that they make at Alchemist Theater is off the money at their bar. And so they're very focused on supporting the artists that come to their event as well to make sure that they can uh, maximize uh, their event. And,
0: and, it, and, and it is a big plus that all three of them are just really nice people. And they, they, you know, it's, it's part of it's part of the community, and that's how they treat uh, their place. And it's it's very welcoming and inviting when you go in, and they're, and they smile at you and they talk with you, and and that's so important when when you come into a, a new place like that. That it, it it feels warm and it feels welcome.
2: And they're they're evolving their establishment as the events evolve. You know, as as they need more equipment or they need different types of uh, facilities. It's just uh, it's nice to know that you know we can come to them and say, look, you know, these are these are other
1: things that we would like to do here, and it's, they're pretty inviting to those ideas. I I've got to say that I had been there once before, and I I don't normally plug myself, but. But in this case, I will. I, I had hosted the, uh, I think it was the 10th year of the Milwaukee Short Film Festival. And uh, and I I was there on a Friday and I believe on a Sunday is the way it worked out. And um, I hadn't been back until I'd attended the second uh, Firestarter film event. And I walked in and I was instantly greeted with recognition and with, hey, how you doing? What's up? And, and, and very warmly welcomed into the establishment. And, and they are... Um, you know, very aware of the people who come through their door and they are very extending and very friendly could you could you describe for the listeners uh, just a little bit about the ambience of this so, you know because this is this is a a, a unique setting um, I mean as opposed to going in the, into a
2: right when you walk yeah, in a, the main door, you enter the bar lounge, which is uh, lit um, with primarily blue lighting. Um, it's uh, it's got a feel, kind of a a warm glow to it, where you just you don't feel like it's you know some type of a uh, major bar where it's got neon lights and all these different things. It's got a pretty soft feel to it. It's got some couches. It's got some little um, section area where if you've got a group, you can feel like you're you're sitting just by yourselves. You don't have to feel like you're in this uh, this large area with everybody. Um, so you can have those private discussions uh... at the bar but then you can walk through a small hallway which takes you into the theater itself and when the theater is taking place uh... we have a dj at our event you can't hear the music coming from the bar area and if you're in the bar you can't hear the theater um, the plays the improv or uh... films that are taking place inside the bar so it's it's uh... well done soundproofing wise and just just a great atmosphere.
0: And what I uh, the one part also that I enjoy is uh is all the artwork and the photography in the place. They uh they really look out for the local artists and they hang uh, each section of a wall will have a different artist and they change it around every every few months. And and the, and the artwork there, if you really like it, it's also for sale too. Um, but it gives people it's it's multimedia is really what I like. And in in our next Firestarter event, we have an artist coming that's going to be her her first time showing her work, and they have a wall set up for her. And, and then in two months, I have another artist, somebody that I grew up with, that will be displaying his work. And so, again, this whole process of networking artists, writers, music, uh, musicians, composers, uh, web designers, all of a sudden we know all, all these different people within a very short period of time. Uh, so it is we're 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 building a community from the ground up and uh, it, it's just it's a lot of fun
2: yeah and uh, that local artist her name is uh, Brittany Farina and she's looking to become a concept artist for live or animated films uh, so she'll have an entire section to, just displaying samples of her work and she'll have her business cards that she can hand out to different filmmakers who are looking for someone like her to help work on one of their projects and that's other part of Firestarter films it's an incredible networking event phil and myself have gone to many events in the milwaukee area from the rdi stages grand opening to uh the yeah the the fundraiser for the film coming up by matt ott uh bitch and jason uh, thornton and jason thornton sorry and uh some other events milwaukee art museum after dark there's uh There's just a lot of events that we go to to try to find uh, filmmakers, different creative people that would like to participate in Firestarter Films because, you know, as you know, Milwaukee, it's not Los Angeles, and if you have creative people here, you've got to promote yourself. You can't count on the media to just, you know, come and find you. You've got to promote yourself, and that's exactly what we're doing.
0: That's why I'm excited about this, about the website that we're going to create. It's going to have, it's going to split off to a section where actors can, can get their information on this particular part of the website. Where you can have a whole section with uh, video clips, uh, section where you can have uh, writing samples and photography and art. And uh, it'll be focused on films, but so much of film relies on all the different creative aspects of so many different people. A good film will have a lot of really good creative people behind it. It's just not the guy behind the camera and the guy directing it. It, it takes, a, it takes a, a quite a group to get it all put together. And uh, when you, and th- again, these are the type of people. These are the types of people that will become the fire starters. It's just not. Well, I got I, a five-minute film.
1: I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But if if, if, oh, I, if I may great. paraphrase, if I may paraphrase, movie making takes a village.
0: Yep.
1: It really does. Well, exactly. I mean, it takes all, all of the people. Involved and it is a, definitely a collaborative teamwork. Now, but you, you, what, what I find fascinating about your event and is yeah, I've attended a lot of, of film events and they're all very fine and they're nice, but uh, the networking um, is stellar. It really is stellar. The, the, the way that you have created this uh, situation for people to mingle regarding the films. I've made friends from that very second one. I'm sure you've made friends from the first, but. Uh, you know i've been in Milwaukee a while from Los Angeles and finding filmmakers uh, finding their work being able to see their work being able to talk to them has not been an altogether easy task and they're there they're just you know as i was saying we go some of the best kept secrets in town but do, well, exactly you, uh, oh, go ahead i am just going to say what you've kind of done is you've 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 brought attention to a thriving um uh, you know, undercurrent or a thriving community of, of filmmakers or videographers who you know are making projects. I mean, they may not be making million-dollar, two-million-dollar, or five-hundred-thousand-dollar movies, but they're making uh, web series. They're making, you know, I mean, they're making not yet exactly. I mean, they're <laughs> making all sorts of different le- different projects. They're doing projects at, at, at various stages or various levels. I guess I would say, and the, um, and and that's very cool. I mean, it, it's, it's it is discovering this u- you know unique set of treasures.
0: Uh, the, the, what what we and I, Sean and I have discussed how how do you approach something like this? Well, you gotta number one, you gotta have fun. If and in, in, it has to be multi leveled where it's just not all just let's watch one film and then just leave. It has to be, you have to have fun and relax and enjoy and smile. Uh, and it's as we approach when we do our short films, we approach it the same way. It's like well. If, once it starts turning into work, then it's work, and then you're going to lose your edge if if you can just get out and enjoy it. And the people that come, that have come, especially uh, to the second event, where we met so many more people, um, they just had fun. And, again, we, we, I'm actually going to uh, make a documentary film of our third event, and it's going to just be people being us, you know, people being people and enjoying themselves. And I guess I, I really wanted to... Sh- Explain that it's all about having fun and, and getting the thing to, getting it done.
2: Right, and uh, Phil and I, we make sure to walk up to each person at the event, introduce ourselves, talk to them, and then we make sure to introduce them to each other. So if I see somebody over in the corner who's not exactly, you know, um, doesn't know anybody at the event, I'll say, hey, have you met so-and-so, and then I'll introduce them to somebody else who's not talking to anybody, and then I'll walk away. And a lot of times, by the end of the night, they've sat in the theater together, they've chatted, they've traded uh, business cards, and the one person might be a writer, the other one's a director, but the director, he's got issues with writing or he needs tweaking in some areas, and so that person's able to to give him a hand. And it's just, yeah, everybody giving each other um, the ability to be even more creative than they already are, and it's something that they're able to, yeah, they might not make you know, uh, any money off their first projects together, but it's creating that portfolio for them to show in the future to production companies, whatnot, that they've got uh, the quality there.
1: Well, you guys, um, I think you have given our listeners a lot of tips and a lot of suggestions, both of you, for how to better run their own film festivals at whatever size or whatever level or wherever they are in the country. But the last Point that you you both have made now in terms of networking and the fact that you actually take time to introduce. Now I'm, I can envision a day where it's too large. There's too many people. It seems like it would be impossible to do that. But but at the same time, what you just said about connecting people up and and taking it upon yourself personally to connect people up. Um, yeah, you, I mean that could still be done if 200,000 people were attending an event. You would just have to have more. Hosts making the no, connection. No, I don't think so. we would just use holograms. <laughs> yeah, but 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 what I'm what I'm getting at is 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 that you have a personal touch and you are connecting people up and that's fascinating. Um, and so if there's well, anybody out there and they feel, but if they feel shy and they're intimidated, you know, and they don't like to go up and meet people, you know, you're providing them the easy way to meet someone, and uh, and that is by having an introduction provided for them. So.
2: Well, we saw that at RDI stages during the grand opening, Rex, where just, there were a lot of people, and we were already having our second event, and I had a handful of flyers in my back pocket, and I don't know who any of these people are, and I really didn't have enough time to talk to each individual one of them. And, but I handed out the flyers, and, and handfuls of them came to our event, and it just worked out beautifully. And uh,
0: Well, it's the one thing that you don't see. Well, like when we were at RDI, you saw little groups of people that huddled. You didn't see him going and, and talking to other people. And that's that's where your cross-section is. Now, you might have three filmmakers standing over there, and over in this corner you have two really good actors. But they don't know that because they're not talking to each other. We, yeah, we,
2: we met some uh, really great filmmakers. Uh, their production company is called Totally Independent Productions out of Kenosha, and really proactive people. We would never have run into them uh, in any other... Location, possibly some different events, but at RDI, uh, actually you introduced us to them, Rex, and I handed them a card and I said, "Hey, come out to Firestarter Films." They brought uh, Breakin' Chef and they brought um, what was the other one, Small Town Hero, and just some fantastic uh, parody type films. And they're going to be bringing some new films uh, to the next Firestarter, and this is great to have them on board. and And to find people from areas outside of Milwaukee as well, uh, it just works out beautifully.
0: You know, my only concern is uh, this next and our third event here. My biggest concern is that uh, Sean and I aren't going to be able to show any of our films because we have too many of everybody (laughs) else's films to show. (laughs) We have so many to show, we're not going to be able to. (laughs) Well, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> <Right>. that's
1: <laughs> We don't get to showcase our stuff because we're too busy showcasing everybody else's. But that, but no, that is. I mean, that what what you're saying is is that word has caught on, uh, and people are turning you know projects over to you where some people are struggling to get submissions. You're having people you know go, Can I showcase? Right. So I mean, that's that's exciting news. And that, and that well, you know, I, I just, kind of But that goes to the kind of passion and the kind of guys that you are.
0: Yeah, and, I, I just and I think... just, uh, just uh, a couple days ago, the I was in a Sketch Twenty Two uh, play with Sean at the Alchemist, and the director of our little group was also a filmmaker, and he had to come over and and trans- came over to my place, and we transferred it from VHS to DVD, and I watched it as a ten minute short film, and it was fantastic. And I'm like, I, I would have never have known unless I asked uh, asked him at the time. I'm like, well, you make films and. It's like people want to hide this stuff, and they and they spend money on it, and they make it. And unless people see it, I guess it really never existed.
2: Right. And for our second event, we had said, you know, you can have films up to 45 minutes, an hour, or whatever. But we really didn't you know, envision it taking off so fast and having so many people. Now we have over 20 filmmakers uh, for our third event, so we're telling everybody to limit their films to 10 minutes or less just so we can maximize... Uh, everybody's films being shown. The other thing is we take these uh, regular interval breaks so everybody can take a break, go get a drink, talk to each other, chat it up some more, especially if you've seen something that's fantastic. And that's, if if we have films that are over 10 minutes with 20 different filmmakers, we're not going to be able to show everything. So on one aspect, some people are a little, uh, you know, concerned. They want to be able to show the full Film that they have, but we just can't with the number of people and with the networking event that takes place along with showing. Films.
0: Yeah, because how we do it is approximately 40 minutes of film and then a 20-minute break to go out and just the chit chat. And it's nothing's written in stone. If it's 25 minutes and it goes there, then we show 45 minutes on the next series. But uh, the last event, we went an hour over. I think we went six hours and nobody wanted to leave. Yeah. So. It's a great way to, and you don't sit for too long. You don't get antsy um, because, what, 30, 40 minutes and you're up and you're moving around. It's great.
2: But there are also a handful of filmmakers that are coming to the event. Uh, Their films are just, you know, three, four minutes long, but it's just to get uh, audience reaction, to get an idea of should they continue filming in the fashion that they're filming because friends and family might say, hey, your film's awesome, but the audience might give you a completely different type of feedback, and that helps evolve and uh, change uh, your filming style if if you want to try to meet a, a general, more of a general audience.
1: Well, what better way to, to to learn about what you've done than to screen it before you know a, a random public? Exactly, and the other thing, Rex, is for our
2: third event, we've created critique sheets where people can write down three likes, three dislikes, they fold up the piece of paper, they put it in a box, Phil and I aren't going to read them. On the outside it's going to say which film it's for. We'll pile them up, hand it to the filmmakers. Those filmmakers can either take the suggestions and the critique sheets uh, you know, or not. It's up to them, but at least they're getting feedback. And, you know, some of the feedback, uh, a lot of times uh, what we've heard in our last two events, uh, with some films, they're great films, but they're just a little too long. They got the point across maybe in the first five minutes, and the last five minutes, it was just kind of uh, the reiteration of the first five. So, um, coming from Phil and myself, it's really, you know, okay, thanks for the feedback, but if people can have these critique sheets that just let them know maybe a handful of people are thinking this, um, it might be able to hit home and, and just help them create
1: a, a more
2: uh, effective. Uh,
1: film. Now, we're at about the halfway point in this interview, and there's a couple of things that I need to do. First, I need to say that Firestarter Films Festival, the next one is on Sunday, April 19th, correct? Correct. And that's at the Alchemist Theater in Milwaukee, and we'll give the address and and how people can attend that as well. I also, uh, again, want to just thank all of our listeners for having tuned in, and again for the show of support. And uh and uh very happy when you continue to spread the word about movie beat and these conversations I get to have with uh, fascinating individuals like Sean and Phil and the rest of the filmmakers, both uh in the past and the ones that I've got coming up in the future. And lastly, before we continue our interview, I, I think I should clarify for the listener that RDI is is, is a is a relatively new sound stage in Milwaukee that uh, they debuted, they had a grand opening party uh in the beginning of two thousand and nine. And uh, it was very, very well attended, and uh, their soundstage looks very nice, and uh, and uh, and 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 that is the reference to RDI that that Sean and Phil and I have been making for so long here. Now we're also at that halfway point. We haven't even discussed what kind of films. We've said now that they're being limited to ten minutes. I know, and I want to give you a chance to talk about it later. What kind of provisions you might be making in the future for lengthier films or uh, other. How, how the, uh, the festival may, might evolve. But, but we haven't even um, mentioned yet what kind of films you've shown. What kind of films uh, you know, are uh, people showing at Firestarter Films?
2: Uh, one thing I just want to cover, Rex, is uh, the event on Sunday, April 19th, is from 4 to 9. Typically our events are always on Fridays uh, from 7 to midnight, but Alchemist Theater is so busy with so many other events um, that we had to push it for a Sunday during April, but the rest of the year they will always be on Fridays. And, uh, and then the other thing is that uh, we are very uh, fortunate to have yourself and MovieBeat in order to help get the word out about what's going on in the film community here in Wisconsin. Because,
0: yeah, it, because so many people, again, they're artists. They're, I've met so many great photographers and filmmakers that just they hide and they're afraid to show their work. Um, and this gives everybody a, a comfortable atmosphere. Uh, that they won't if, if their film isn't that good, they're not going to be run out and thrown onto the street. It, it's a, it's it's just a wonderful atmosphere, and nobody has to worry. And if they're afraid to show it, you know, it's just like come and share, and, and that way you learn and we all learn. It's it's a wonderful thing. But the, the different types of films, uh, it, we're it's wide open. We have documentaries, parodies. We have a we have a wonderful animator. How old is he?
2: I think he's fourteen.
0: I'm fourteen years old, Christian and, Beck. Yeah, and wonderful. It was one of the I love that. It was a short film he made. It was wonderful and, and narratives and and fiction and it's it's just it's such a mix. That's why the five hours just flies by because if it was all documentaries or if it was all just one thing, it, it could get kind of drawn out. But it's so diverse that it, it never gets boring.
2: Yeah, and Christian Beck, he uh, he's Patrick Beck's son, and the last uh, event he showed uh computer animation version of The Lord of the Flies. He entitled it The Lord of the Bunnies, uh, but it was basically the entire book in six minutes with English accents. It was incredible. It had the Kong, it had Piggy, it had the Boulder, it had the uh, down pilot. It was just an amazing story in five minutes, and his next film that he's going to be showing is Ninja Penguin 2, the streets. I uh, I don't know the synopsis, but I'm
1: really excited. It'll
0: be good, regardless. <laughs> I, I, and I saw, I
1: saw his, his uh, Lord of the Bunnies, and and I would definitely want to see Ninja Penguins, too. Plus, his dad is directing a feature film called Broken Orbit, a sci-fi exactly. uh, movie that that he is shooting locally here in the uh, city of Milwaukee and around Wisconsin. So uh, uh, that's awesome. So you have... Um, you know, a, ride, a wide variety of films, and, and really, guys, I mean, I don't want to blow smoke at you, but, you know, you're doing something right. You really are doing something right, and the time does fly by. When I was there for my, the time that I was there, it was a, a, a good, fun, fast evening, and it did end far too soon. So whatever you're doing, you keep doing it, you know, more power to you. Um, there's another point that you, you made when we when we were preparing for the interview, and that is, And I just want to reiterate it and let you reiterate that this is not a competition. Right.
0: No prizes. Just the prize is the feedback. And the prize is you're going to meet someone that could hook into your project so quickly and easily. Uh, You might meet an actress or a writer or, uh, again, a web developer or somebody that you can pull onto a team. See, in this situation, it's nobody's worried about, oh my goodness, I'm going to find this person, that person's great, and they're all mine. And that's not how we work. That person could work on our project, that person will work over there in that other project, and then I'll help out that person, and that person will help out Sean, and and it just keeps going around, and we are, we're all helping each other. And... and um thats that, That's the neatest thing about it it's it's we're not hiding anything yeah,
2: and there's no anxiety for these filmmakers of am I going to win an award or what's you know what, what are they going to you know whose film is going to be looked upon as the best um and there's no raffle to sucker you into staying the entire night. Uh, the focus is on watching local films and just being able to chat with the people who made those films um, which and you know, anywhere else in Milwaukee. It's a central location for everybody to, to get together instead of, you know, well, this filmmaker is going to be at this location, that filmmaker is going to be at that location. It's a chance for everybody to, to be able to say, okay, we know they're all going to be at Alchemist. If I want to jump on a project or if I just want to see what's up and coming, there are a handful of filmmakers who have longer films that are longer than 10 minutes, and they're going to be bringing trailers for their films. Uh, Jason Thornton and Matt Otter are going to be bringing a trailer for uh, Bitch and then uh, Michael Gull is going to be bringing a trailer for a New, a New Day, and there's just a handful of other films that are going to be released soon, and you're going to be able to get um, a glimpse into what the uh, the film is about at our event.
0: Hey, come on, Ed, when you go to a, a Hollywood th- uh, movie in the movie theaters like Marcus, everybody loves to sit and watch the trailers. You get six, seven of them in a row, and, because they always, you, you always see all, the, this, all these fantastic things going on, and those movie trailers are they fly right past. You want to see more of it, so it's a great way of of getting the word out on feature films that are coming up in Milwaukee too. Because you want to you want to have the people start talking about it, and this is a good event to have that happen too.
2: Yeah, and one other thing, Rex uh, John McLaughlin, uh, he's a local composer. Uh, he recently worked with UWM student Quinn Hester on uh, his silent film that's going to be shown at Firestarter Films. Uh, People have seen Quinn's film, but they haven't seen it with the music yet, and it's going to be premiered at Firestarter Films. It's about a four-and-a-half-minute uh, silent film, which, which now has music to it. Uh, and then uh, John is also doing the music for Matt Ott's uh, film Bitch. So it's really through meeting with John and then you know uh, recommending – uh, him to other filmmakers. Everybody's really been able to work together, even outside the film, just through Facebook and other, you know, email and and whatnot. Just hey, do you know this person? Do you know anybody that I could grab this equipment from or borrow them for this? Or I need some extras for whatever I'm shooting.
0: Yeah, it just happened the other day where we were filming uh, the play at the Alchemist, and another filmmaker needed to borrow a mic stand from me. He met up there and and it was a quick transaction and now he's off and they got the right piece to shoot whatever I don't even know what they're shooting I'm like okay here you go just get it back to me as soon as possible so again we're all helping each other and that's the neat thing
2: it's also well, a really it's, sorry Rex it's also it's really a really good for event it. for um for actors to be able to come to our event as well and just be able to say hey well, you know are you looking for uh future you know actors that meet you know whatever your criteria is for your upcoming Films and it just, you know, if you can, if you don't need the actor at the moment, at least you get their business card and you can say, hey, you know, maybe a couple months from now I'm going to have something for you. And a lot of the actors in Milwaukee, they they just want to be able to get, um, you know, their their name on the film and then they want a copy of a couple copies of the DVD possibly, just so they can get the exposure and make their own reel. So if they head off to LA or, or wherever else, that they can be able to show that yeah they've they've acted and, and they've gotten some credit for it. Well,
1: that's is, that, is, that is I mean it's very cool and I and I would say that not only actors but the writers and, the, and musicians and, and and crew people anybody could attend Fire Starter Films because they're they're going to connect up, and and it is a, a very useful place for people to. Uh, come and meet people who are making things happen. And they may be happening on a small scale. They could be happening on a large scale. But they have the opportunity of showing about 10 minutes of their film. Now, there's a few points, again, that I need to clarify. One is Matt Ott and Jason Thornton are producing, uh, actually Jason's um, and his brother Chris's screenplay, uh, short movie script, which is Bitch. And uh, and Michael Gall is producer of a feature film called New Day that is a... um, a suspense mystery that has currently been shooting in the Milwaukee area. Um, here's a question for you, and I don't know if you've thought this out. What I mean, what happens if I'm traveling through? I'm from Arizona. I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from New York. I happen to be in Milwaukee on the 14th. I'm sorry, on the 19th of April, and I find out about Firestarter Films, and I shoot over there. And guess what? You know, I got a whole trunk load of DVDs of 10-minute shorts that I've made. Um, is there a chance that I might get my film? screened at Firestarter Films even though I'm not from the area.
2: Absolutely. Um a lot of the films, they're not brought into the event until the night of. So there's plenty of people. We've had issues in the past where people say, "Yeah, I'm definitely coming to your event. I'm definitely showing a film." And then the night of, uh we have no idea where that person is, and some of them we don't know where they are today. So, uh we make the playlist up that night and yeah, well, definitely anybody who's who's in the area, uh, we can feature somebody. Um, there was a film uh, that we showed made by a, a documentary filmmaker from Chicago uh, called The Oldest Polar Bear about Gus Gadsky. He was uh, 97 years, no, he's 80. 80, years. 80 years old. 80 years old. He's jumped in Lake Michigan. I think the film was about the 55th time that he jumped in Lake Michigan for uh uh, for the polar bear event on January 1st, and he, I contacted him through YouTube, hey, I'd like to show your film, and he went ahead and sent it over, and, and we were able to show it, and Gus was able to attend the event. Now Gus is 80 years old, and he's jumped into Lake Michigan the past 57 years, and uh, we were actually there to uh, jump in Lake Michigan with him in March.
0: Yeah, and, you know, as Firestarter progresses, we want to be able to show feature links. I, I, I For the last event, I wasn't able to show it. i from South Carolina. I had a filmmaker send me his feature length called The, the Hills Have Thighs. And it, it's a wonderful film, but it's a feature length. And so we want to be able to, in future shows, have maybe one screening room that will show feature length films. We'll have one screening room where we'll have short films. And we'll, you know, it's, it's a progression as we grow. We'll be able to offer more uh, for more artists and, and for more works. Um, and eventually we'll have to do this once a month. Uh, because and people just that enjoy it. People enjoy that it so been my question. And, and they. Ha- I'm sorry. Yeah, people people enjoy the atmosphere and they enjoy the event, and they have lots of works. and And we allow basically because we have so many filmmakers, we allow them to each show like one film, and that's going to fill the night. It, some of these, I mean, including me and Sean, Sean and I, we have so many films. We could do a whole night just with our work, but you know, we want inter- to We'll put like one or two pieces in ourselves just, you know, but we could easily do this once a month. And that might have to happen. So, well, you know, I mean, the question you're going
1: a, to ask. It would, no, yeah, it was going to be, a, it's a boon for Milwaukee that the more events and the more happenings for our area uh, with the quality of an event like yours, uh, you know, it makes it fun. I mean, I, I would look forward to attending an event every month if I knew that it was going to be fun, I was going to meet new people, I was going to see um, good film. Even if the film wasn't the best. I mean, you know, I, you go out, you pay ten bucks, you go to your movie, and you're disappointed. On a professional well,
0: yeah, in, that, in that situation, you've wasted two hours if the film is bad. In, in like in a in a movie theater here, if if you know if it's all right, it's only ten minutes long. You know, you, and then we're on to the next one. And there's going to be there's always films that some of our films I wouldn't probably want to show either. But we have you know people have their quality works, they have their masterpieces, and they show that. And once they get the recognition and the feedback, how good it is. They're going to be more inclined to go out and shoot another piece to match that. They won't necessarily want to go back into their trunk of of old movies that they made. They want to they want to get better. They want to uh, to be able to you know fulfill their dreams and get really good films.
2: Yeah, and the rest of Milwaukee here, you've got Milwaukee Film, which has taken over for Milwaukee International Film Festival. They're going to host an event September October and it's pretty much once a year that local filmmakers will be able to submit their short films or their features in order to be shown at that event and we're just kind of filling in those gaps of the rest of the year where you still want to get the exposure you still want to be able to go out and see what's going on in, in the local film community and uh, yeah we're just an, an extension another uh, avenue for people to go in order to see films. Yeah,
0: there's, there's plenty of... The, the, it, those have competitions. I mean, there's plenty of, of events in Milwaukee with films where you can enter them in for competitions. This is just your basic networking place where you, you know and you come and you know you're going to meet friendly people and you create friendships and working relationships.
1: Right. Well, and what I was going to say before simply was this, uh, and actually not ask you a question, but put it in the form of a statement that was... That, uh, you know, if you go out to a movie and you spend ten bucks and you don't like it, yeah, you wasted your ten bucks and, you, and your two dollars, but, you know, so what? You you know, you've seen a movie you didn't like, where you have something for everybody. And, and you know, not not anything is everybody's cup of tea. So you're going to have films that some people respond to better than others, but they are short. They're ten minutes long, and, and the rest of the evening, and, and everything included. So, you know, if you don't like one movie, so what? You know, you've, you've right. got a great event, and you've got a lot of... A lot of good people and a lot of good film anyway. And crackers and cheese. (laughs) And (laughs) And you supply the food.
0: Right. (laughs) Uh, And and (laughs) the other thing,
2: Rex, is um, some of the filmmakers, which it has happened at our past events, some of the filmmakers have shown something that the crowd was not digging at all. But that filmmaker, those filmmakers were able to see, okay, I need to redirect uh, my energies and and try to – Create something which, which the audience is going to enjoy, and sometimes, um, you know, something that exactly the, the cro- that's not crowd pleasing is going. They would continue to make that that those same type of films if they didn't have that audience feedback.
1: That's excellent. I mean, it really is. It, you provide them that opportunity to screen, um, and as far as shorts go, or as far as trailers go, hey, listen, Movie Beat on the Flix page, it's all trailers you know it's all shorts and it's all wisconsin based trailers or movies made with wisconsin based people you know that run anywhere from well I, they might run up to 9 minutes or 10 minutes i, I could be wrong about that but ideally the idea was to put up trailers because it gave people a, a quick exposure to what was going on and and who the filmmakers are and who these films are so that they can investigate for themselves so i i, I like your ideas of, of yeah i think you got if one you can't for show the feature Iron film man, show the trailer too do yeah, I do. <laughs> but do if you we, can't do you have
0: our trailer up there?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, I didn't know that.
1: Right. But but the point <laughs> being is is that if you can't see the feature yet and they haven't got it distributed yet, however they would do that and right. you don't have the venue to show a feature at this time, people can still learn about it, they can still be exposed to it, they can still see the coming attractions and I think that's a really uh useful uh, approach that you have i've uh, stumbled on as opposed yeah. to saying Nope, we're not going to do that we don't you know and just and and leave it at that and at our event Rex, we totally
2: support mm-hmm. filmmakers whoever coming in and having uh... demos of their um, you know samples of their work you know handing out dvds Phil in myself hand out copies of i am snowman and, and other things that we're we're working on uh... john mclaughlin's gonna be bringing a sample of uh... the music that he's composed for different films uh, And then some other people are going to bring in, uh, you know, samples of of their artwork and whatnot, so that way people can be able to take that home with them. Yeah, we've also got, you know, for ourselves, we've got T-shirts, buttons, stickers uh, that we hand out in order to uh, help just get everybody in Milwaukee talking about Firestarter films and getting an idea of of what we um, exist for. That was the other thing I wanted to mention before was when we first started telling people about the event, they thought, oh, this is just a filmmaker thing. And we really don't want it to be just a filmmaker gathering. We want everybody uh, related to film or just interested in film to come out to the event.
1: Uh, you know what I want to do right now? We've got about ten minutes left, and before we okay. get to the point where we're going to choose, we need you know. Uh, I want you to give out the address and all the details and all the particulars and the cost and you know okay. uh, of of the upcoming the third. Fire Starter Film Festival. <laughs> right,
2: there yeah. we go. It's uh, at Alchemist Theater in Bayview, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, the address is 2569 South Kenicknick, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53207. Uh, this next event is from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's a $5 admission. Uh, the films are going to be shown in widescreen, 16.9. So if you bring your films in and that they're 4.3, it's just going to be slightly cropped. It's not really going to make that big of a difference. If your films are over 10 minutes, uh, what we'd like is for you to maybe cut out a highlight, make a highlight reel of, of what are the best parts of that film, uh, or bring the trailer. Uh, or, if you have the ability, cut the film down. If it's 15 minutes, cut it down to 10 minutes. Uh, we've done that for plenty of our films in order to meet other people's criteria for their events. and uh, And sometimes... Uh, at the end of it, you actually like your film better because you've cut out a lot of, uh, you know, pauses or, or other moments. So it's it's kind of unique. Uh, have I covered a film? Future dates. Future dates. I don't know. Well, the only thing yeah. I yeah. want to say is if they're
1: from anywhere other than the Milwaukee area, Knick is one of those streets that they'll never remember, never be able to say, but if they say it's on KK when they're looking right. for directions, they should be able to find it. So or the even entrance, on the, the
0: Internet. internet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you go on the internet and you just Google uh, Bayview Lounge Milwaukee, it comes right up to their website too, and, and the advertise Bayview and the Lounge. They
1: can what? find it through Bayview Lounge. Can they find it through Alchemist Theater? Right. Yeah.
2: AlchemistTheater.com, BayviewLounge.com, and the upcoming events are. Friday, June 19th, Friday, August 28th, and there will be one in November, and then we'll just start over. The plan is every other month right now, or it's scheduled every other month, but if, the, uh, if there's enough interest, we're willing to do it once a month. But the thing is, is for our event, we, we're counting on filmmakers to come and show new films. It, it's an unwritten rule. Once you've shown your film, don't come back and show it again. Bring something new. Go out, get motivated, film something else. And that's one thing that we do have a handful of filmmakers that come to the event. They specifically are finishing projects now that they've kind of put on a back burner because
0: they have somewhere
1: to show their films.
0: And they're excited. Awesome. And that's the neat thing about it.
1: That is awesome. Now, uh, people may have gotten the impression, you know, of why it was named Firestarter Films by the fact that. It seems like a fire. This is grassroots. It's catching on. It's moving, you know, through the area, and and people are coming out. And people are sending their films, and um and again, just to reiterate a point. Uh, so if somebody, because uh, you mentioned it earlier, Phil, but if somebody um, is sitting listening to this in in Oklahoma, or they're in Alaska, or they're in Los Angeles, or New York, or wherever they mm-hmm. might be, or they're in Madison, Wisconsin, can they just send you a movie? I mean, what what happens then?
0: Sure, sure. Because uh, again. Just someone off of YouTube. He subscribes to my films, and I subscribe to his. And I asked him if he wanted to have his film shown at one of our events, and he sent me. A, and it was a large, fairly large budget film, uh, and it's it's won awards already uh, across the country. And I, it was just we didn't have time to do it in our our last event because we had so many filmmakers that were there in the theater. Uh, we're, we welcome uh, filmmakers from anywhere around the world for. Goodness sakes, uh, they can send them in. You know, make them short enough that we'll fit them in. We do want to take care of all the filmmakers that are at the location at the time. Does now if we get the film and we can't show it, show it at the next event. Um, but love to build a library of all just artists from everywhere. would Be wonderful.
1: Well, that is that is again it is fantastic, and you guys really are doing a lot to promote film and art. You know, in in this community, and to tie people together so that they can meet and and create new product and 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 uh, have their efforts both seen and recognized. But I want to go back now and ask that question, which is, what was the reasoning behind naming it Firestarter? Well,
0: John will have to take that question. Uh, I had an
1: uh, underground newspaper in college at uh,
2: UW Washington County in West Bend, and the newspaper was called the Firestarter. People could submit articles, uh, whatever topic that they liked, and I would print the Firestarter uh, out of my own pocket. And more than 10 years later, it's now the same concept, just films instead of news articles. Uh, many people say that accepting uh, random films uh, could be, you know, not the best way to uh, could create failure for the film fest. Uh, but what we've shown so far, it's uh, it's been pretty incredible, and, and a lot of quality films. Uh, so it's. It's the same concept as my newspaper, so I just decided to take the name Firestarter and add
1: it to, uh, to the film fest. That's fantastic. In our remaining moments, we've got about five minutes left. Maybe you'd like to talk about some of the uh, past films as well as some of the future films. Uh, uh, you've sure. mentioned quite a few already. And, uh, and perhaps you take a moment or two. I, I think we've covered it, but just you know what your plans are in, in terms of growth, because it sounds like you guys are growing pretty fast and uh and you have some plans um, you know what 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 do you think the future will hold and if we can do that in about 4 minutes to 3 4 minutes we'd be excellent sure some of the uh
2: i'll cover the past and Phil can cover the future um, some of the past films that we've shown was uh, Breakin' Chef by Totally Independent Productions where there's a TV show i guess where they find somebody in a grocery store and say hey we're going to come home and cook dinner for you Well, these guys did a parody where they break into somebody's house at four in the morning and at gunpoint they cook dinner or they cook breakfast for them. And it was a really funny uh, film. You actually showed uh, Killer's Matinee, which was an interesting film from a little while ago, um, about uh, concerns about being quiet inside the theater. Uh, Black Orchid Productions with Anthony Happel. He showed his uh, watts burning inside. It was about the L.A. riots. Uh, in the sixties and in the nineties, and what the uh the neighborhood is like in watts uh l a and then there was just a handful of of other jeff simmons uh showed grouchy uh groucher uh also known as lefty uh a french subtitled or english like, French film with english subtitles about a uh cat who needs to uh, earn some respect in the neighborhood and I don't know, what about
0: covers? It well in the future again. Uh, the future for Sean and I is uh, well two two hours from now we're going to go out and start shooting a, a short film with a uh, with some high school students for their project called No Limit. <laughs> um, so the the very first part of the shooting process starts today, uh, and we're constantly going to be shooting. Uh, we have four or five projects coming up. We'll be in Madison next week to shoot a documentary. Um, we got future firestarter. A future firestarter. You know, all everything that we film is is geared toward going into the firestarter films, uh, festivals, and I mean, our our calendar is full for the future. Plus, you know, I'm I'm in the very beginning stages of uh, creating a feature length uh, with a working title between the woods, and uh, that's something that we'll be cooking for the next year. And uh, so yeah, our future is full right now.
2: And the other <laughs> thing, Rex, is that if you know, you come and show your work to the crowd, and if you don't feel that there's, you know, you're competing with anybody, and you do want com- competition, compete with yourself. Make something better for the next event, something that's going to get everybody saying, "Wow, the production value is better, the acting's better, you know, everything was, the script is better." And and that's what we've been able to do ourselves is okay. What have we done in the past? What can we do in the future that's going to be even better and make, um, you know, uh, our future projects uh, look a lot cleaner and, and uh, more uh, uh, more audience uh,
0: friendly, friendly. <laughs>
1: I got to say that I think we're
0: running cool. out of words here Rick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well I,
1: I was going to say what I got to say is, is that uh, I don't think that anyone could uh, listen to you guys talk about uh, Firestarter Films and, and the film community and not realize or recognize the passion that you have for promoting film and and promoting people I mean, really, ultimately, you're promoting people, you're, you're, you're connecting people up, you're promoting them to do their finest work. And, and what you just said in closing statements about, you know, if you, can't, if you don't compete with anybody else, at least compete with yourself to, to do the best that you can do. And, I mean, uh, that passion, that drive uh, shows through, and I think you've turned out a very successful couple of events so far, and I know that the, the future is going to be both bright and rich in a darkened room for uh, Firestarter Films in the future. Now, uh, in the remaining time, just and you know, we got maybe a minute left. Um, I want you to tell me about your prolific amount of YouTube videos that both you guys generate, and the names of your companies. <laughs> so that if people want to look them up on YouTube, they can they hey, can go ahead. You, and mean
2: do you finally that got now. an honor, though. Right? You mean you mean the 260 videos I have on YouTube, and not one of them's been featured?
0: Hey, I just got an honor on one of them for uh, most commented on last week. It's great.
2: You're awesome, Phil.
0: I know. Hey. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. You know, it's a way for us to get, get the films out right away to show and, and uh, just get feedback on and share with friends and family. And, and, so, and we're not a I'm going to touch I'm
1: have to, okay, to cut you good. right there. Give, give, no, no, no. Give me the names of your company so that they can look them up. Oh. If they're going to search, they're going to search for
0: uh, PJ Photo, PJ on YouTube.
1: And 5 p.m. Productions. And 5 p.m. and PJ Photo. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, we're going to have to call it quits for now. I hope all of our listeners have thoroughly enjoyed the interview as much as I have. I've learned lots, and, and I look forward to the next Firestarter and the future Firestarter event. So you guys have Not a right. great Correct. day. Take care. You too. And Thanks. remember, turnout out on April 19th. Uh, about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. If, uh, if you missed any of the details, go back and listen to this interview again, or go to the Bayview Lounge or Alchemist Theater online. Look those up through Google. And I want to thank you for listening and tell you that it's been my pleasure hosting this conversation with two very, very fascinating and very, very prolific and hardworking film men here in the city of Milwaukee. Please tune in to uh, future uh, airings and future conversations with celebrities that will be coming up on Moviebeat and visit the main website at http colon slash slash com. And so come back again. I think that's a wrap today. So you all go out and enjoy yourself, and we'll meet up here soon on Movie Beat. I've got a lot of new people coming up, and a lot of new filmmakers, professional and otherwise.